It's time for NSYNC fan fiction. It's fan fiction about NSYNC. Our friend found a bun full of some anonymous girls. NSYNC fan fiction at a thrift store in Chicago. We read pages from it aloud and we make our way through the finder. We've never ever read ahead, so experience it with us each page in real time. Um, if this is the first time you're listening, here's what you need to know. The general essence is Joey Fatone. He's kind of the, you know, he's sort of the Ringo star of the group. Like, not the most attractive guy, but in this girl's fan fiction, he's the one that she chose to be obsessed with. And the narrator is this woman, Kelly, who's like his best friend he grew up with that's posing because his girlfriend is pregnant um and she's looks like his girlfriend so she's posing as the girlfriend while the girlfriend I, I don't know like goes and has baby somewhere whatever i don't know and that's kind of the essence of it okay welcome to the next edition of found and sync fan fiction radio hour starring liz and sasha i don't know what episode number this is i feel like i want to say it's like 10 or 11 i don't know um we where did we leave it last that uh kelly went home and because her and joey seemed to think that they were falling in love with each other there was kisses exchanged in dramatic words so many kisses and also that uh When she got home to her husband, David, he was realizing that there were so many cases that maybe she needed to leave and she was asking him if she should leave. And also he said that he had talked to Allison Hannigan from Buffy and that she said that Joey and Kel, i.e. Kelly, were all over each other, or he was all over her. What I believe her, his words were, she came to me asking me if we had broken up. She said you looked really involved. Do you know why you believe that? Because those are the exact words on the script. It's yeah. true. It's true. By script, I mean this beautiful novel <laughs> rivaling the work of Tolstoy and Joyce. <laughs> um, I would like to point out that we are drinking wine spritzers. I've had two. I've had also almost two. Um, we it's composed of Mad Housewife and Canfield's Club Soda, and a spritz of a key lime. Oh right, and some some key lime. Uh, we realize when we are reading that we just kind of like randomly one person will pick up the next stanza, and so sometimes it's you kind of have to use some thoughtfulness on which character is speaking because since we're reading it in real time we haven't really planned out like and we never will yeah we never will um plan out who's gonna read what so you just have to sort of like go with the flow with us i i feel like you know i i've listened to bits and pieces of our past episodes and i'm realizing don't live in the past right (laughs) it's easy enough to follow if you just let go of the traditional idea of what you imagine a uh, narrative yeah, like, should be. Yeah, like concepts of like non-commentary or like actually being read well. <laughs> so if you, let, if you let quality control just leave you, completely makes sense. 
If you leave the quality control continuum. <laughs> quantity time. We're having quantity time. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Quantity, not quality, which is why our last episode was over 45 minutes long. I love that we're, we're narrating this for the one remaining listener we have at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know! Half of them died while trying to listen to the last recording. <laughs> well, here we go! Alright! It's time for Unsane Fan Fiction! <laughs> It's time for fanfiction about NSYNC! Jazz extension. (laughs) I grab my bag, turn around, and walked out with tears streaking down my cheeks. Not having any idea of what to do next. I flew back to New York and tracked Joey down at the flat. By the time I got there, it was almost 11.30pm. When I knocked, Joey came to the door in a pair of boxers with sleep in his eyes. What the fuck are you doing here? Can I come in? Of course, Mick. What? Don't question, just keep reading. Yeah, okay. What is going on? I must want sleep. I just want sleep. Can I sleep here? Can we talk about it tomorrow? I... I'm so tired now. I brushed past him and dropped my bag. He came up behind me and put his arms around me. That's all it took and and started weeping. He got me out of my jacket and clothes and wrapped me in a heavy robe before sitting me in an overstuffed chair and getting tea from the kitchen. He sat cross-legged in front of the chair. What happened, he whispered, taking my hand. Tears were still streaming down my face. I retold the story about Allison and what David had said as Joey sat and listened. What do you want to do, he asked calmly. I want to go to bed. I'm exhausted, and I don't want to make any decisions tonight. I can go to another room if you want to be by yourself. No, you're fine here. I just... I can't keep my eyes open. I headed for the bed and climbed in. He followed. Follow this under things you probably don't want to hear right now, but... We... We perform at MTV tomorrow. Tomorrow night, and I... I want to take you, he whispered. Sure, I murmured. We'll talk in the morning, Ja. (laughs) I backed up until he was spooning me and I fell asleep. The next morning, I woke up with the worst headache and the smell of coffee in my nostrils. I pulled the robe tight around me and walked into the kitchen. Joy was sitting at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee. Looking through the paper, I stood in the doorway and learned and it and leaned my head against the molding. Joe, he looked up. Hey, how did you sleep? Can you come in for a second? He didn't even ask. He just got up and came to stand in front of me. I need you to give me the biggest, strongest hug you can muster because I don't think I'm going to make it. Tears welled up in my eyes. 
took me in his arms. That grammatically doesn't make sense. I took me in his arms and held on to me for dear life. What are you talking about? Not making with you. Are you the strongest person I know? You resisted me, didn't you? I heard the smile in his voice. What is your heart telling you? I think I'm dead! My, my heart is not talking! Then we'll just hang out until it starts again, he smiled. Thanks for letting me in last night. No matter what the circumstance, I'm glad to have you here. Will you be okay about tonight? Sure. I breathed into his neck. I think we switched characters. That's okay. You're a good man, Joseph Anthony. You really didn't have to let me back in. You never left my heart, Mick. He whispered, hugging me tighter. How about we eat something? We've got to meet the guys uptown for a fitting. So we ate, got dressed, and headed up toward the fitting. Pause. Oh. There, There's a, um, a note in the upper left corner that says, Love in time of cholera! Love in the time of cholera! And then in parentheses it says, Age. Loving the time of cholera, age. <laughs> I'll take you there. <laughs> Headed oh. up toward the fitting. <laughs> the guys lit. Oh wait, should we take to get a? Speaking of, since we're taking a pause, should we have a note from our sponsor? Yes. A noise from our sponsor. Yeah. A message. A note from. Wait. A message from our sponsor? Yes. A message from our sponsor, the Mad Housewife. Sweet Pink California Table Wine. Somewhere near the cool shadows of the laundry room, past the litter box and between the plastic yard toys. This is your time. Time to enjoy a moment to yourself. A moment without the madness. The dishes can wait. Dinner be damned. Mad Housewife Sweet Pink. Vinted and bottled by Mad Housewife Sellers, Manteca, California. If you're a mad housewife, gotta drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> that almost sounded like the end of the Golden Girls theme. A little bit. Wait, would you like some Canfield seltzer water? Seltz me. All right. Seltz in ya. So I think we might be on cup number three. Of our mad housewife spritzer. If you're a man... <laughs> In the time of cholera age. Right. It's <laughs> my favorite song. Uh, we'll be putting up a download for, um, for, ring, for ringtones. Because this is 2005 and people still have a flip Nokia. Did you see that Adele music video? Yes. With, where the director... It was like it's like this acclaimed director. Oh, we're Canada. talking about the Adele song "Hello." Hello. Yeah. From the other side. It's actually a sort of good song. That's it's good. It sounds yeah. like a heart throwback or something from the eighties. Yeah, it sounds like almost paradise. Anyway, sorry. Which used on. to be my ringtone, actually. And anyway, 
Uh, Adele, I, they, uh, the director of that of that music video, he he said that the reason there was a flip phone in there was because he didn't want to make it about the technology. But as far as I'm concerned, pretty much most anybody can talk about is the sepia tone and the flip phone. <laughs> and also, I heard... I, once I clicked on the link, I saw it was gone. But someone posted somewhere that David Attenborough did a narration, like a commentary to the video to make it sound like it was like a, some kind of like sports play or something that like I didn't understand... Why that link had to be gone, because I wanted to watch that, but anyway. We'll find it. It's the internet. It can't always be gone. I know, right? Yeah. Except for that video that mashes up footage of Natasha Yar from Star Trek with Viva Forever by Spice Girls. I can't find it anymore, but there was this one scene. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, thank you. There was this <laughs> one scene where they begin the lyric, like the song in Viva Forever, mm-hmm. when... Um, the, a, a picture of sun clip art emerged on top of Captain Picard's shiny bald head. Wait, didn't we watch this together? Years ago. It's gone. And it's gone? It's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. I, my hope is that, like Tasha Yar, it will just keep coming back. What has Denise Crosby done lately? Conventions. Wow, can you imagine being that famous that all you have to do is go to conventions to make your money? Well, I think she also does, like, Shakespeare plays. Oh, acting. Yeah, who knew that she was an actress, eh? <laughs> Alright, back to our melodrama. If you're a madhousewife... Why am I doing that again? <laughs> We're because back. That's awesome. Alright. Uh, um, <clears throat> and now we continue adventures. Alright. Alright. The guys lit up to see me back, but didn't bother asking what had happened. They just kept going on about that night's performance. Lance was the first to take me aside. What happened, he asked. David asked me to leave. Jesus, what's that all about? (sighs) Not sure yet. I guess we'll just see what... (sighs) Mind a change of subject. I'm sorry. Sure. I'm glad you're back. He took me in hug. Thanks. I'll keep you posted. There's now... There's now... uh, Listeners, there's like an actual break for some reason... And I'm, I, I'm assuming this is, like, a change of scene, although this is new. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, an arrow, like, almost indicating, new paragraph. It's This is very fascinating. You don't care. <laughs> we chose... We ch- Compose. No, you know what I would like very much? If you sang that along with what you were playing sure. on the piano? Thank you. Okay. We chose... Outfits for the night And then went to the venue in order for the guys to practice When we got there, Brittany was on stage Practicing her new song I sat in the middle of the auditorium and went Then the guys came out and performed pop in the middle of the whole thing. My cell phone went off and it was David. Hello. Actually, it's not just hello. Oh, excuse me. Hello. 
Hey. <laughs> Did that whole page just happen? That was fucking amazing. Um, David, why are you calling me? I wanted to make sure that you were all right. Where did you end up? I'm fine. Kelly, where are you? Are you in New York? He sighed. Side note, if he kicked her out, why would she immediately go to New York? Why wouldn't she just like go to her friend's house in the area and work it out in the morning? He sighed. All right, anyway. <laughs> where else was I supposed to go? You told me to leave. So you went across country back to him? David, you told me to leave. What do you want? I just, I just wanted to hear your voice. You need to make a decision, David. You can't keep doing this to me. Okay, I'm sorry I called and bothered you. Not sorry, David. Don't say sorry, David. I want to come home. Please don't call me again until you want me to come home. There's double underline under you. That's, That's an It's an angry, wavy double it's underline. It's so wavy. Yeah. It's like, don't swim here, kind of wavy. Yo! <laughs> don't swim. Okay, okay, just be careful. I will. The phone went dead on his end. And I went back in my bag. He called already? Joey's va- voice popped up behind me. Does he want you back home? Oh no, I just I just wanted to yell about where I ended up. With me? Yeah, you sounded great up there, by the way. There are gonna be a million people there watching, he sighed. Nervous again. Always. You are perfect. And you will be perfect on stage. I have complete faith in you. That's why I'm glad you will be out in the audience, he kissed my forehead. We have to be back here in a few hours. Let's go get something to eat. Uh, Don't you, shouldn't you clear that with the guys? I want to be alone with you for a few hours. Let's get out of here. He took my hand. So, we found a tiny little coffee shop. And tucked ourselves into the back corner to eat a sandwich and seat Hatashino. Ready to talk about David, he asked quietly. Lynch. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no thanks. There really isn't anything to say. What did he say? He said that Allison saw a... Us up backstage at a concert in Florida. What did she see? I don't remember, but it was enough to prompt her to call him up and ask him if he and I had broken up. He said he could hear it in my voice, that I felt something for you. He was quiet for a few minutes, just staring towards the door. Then he spoke. Something that started out with the best of intentions turned out pretty shitty, huh? I pretty much ruined your family. What exactly is that accent that you're doing? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a bait. Oh, that adds some bass there. Not single-handedly, you didn't ruin my family, that is. I was right there with you. I wouldn't have let you go in the first place. Jesus, Ja. Oh, Ja is Joey. 
This whole time, whenever we read this and we see the words ja, we have assumed that she's suddenly going into like some weird reggae mode. Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> Jaman. And it would always come at these moments where it would like end a sentence. We're realizing that that is her nickname for Joey. What a shitty nickname. Right? Also, sometimes he calls her something besides Kel. Yeah. Wait, what did he call her? I forgot already. Pope oh. face. No. Um. It was Pope face. Wait, hold the phone. Uh, it Your was... call is very important to us. <laughs> well, it'll come up again, surely, and then we... Can... When you see poop face, you'll be eating your words. <laughs> That's gross, actually, now that I thought about it. I mean, if you're into that, good for you, but no. We might need therapy. All right, anyway. Um... Jesus, Ja! Oh, right. That's an awful thing to say. It David, is. Da- <laughs> so true. Uh, David let me go because he knew that it was important to me. I'm just saying, he can't be angry if he let you go to begin with. He's not angry, he's hurt. And he's giving me time to make a decision. Does he want you back? He looked deeply in my eyes. More importantly, do you want me to go back? I want to give us all some time. I probably shouldn't be here, but I didn't know where else to go. I, I felt quiet then. I guess maybe I wanted to be with you. I looked straight back at him. Sounds like I got the good end of the deal. He t- he look up and he he look up my hand. He took, took? that's not a T. Oh, I think the G that's going over that is an L, but then maybe... I like how this entire episode is me criticizing the actual (laughs) writing style of this. (laughs) All right, let me try it. I think the fact that we read this to an audience is a critique of the writing style. Again, we have an audience. (laughs) That's the critique in itself. Sounds like I got the good end of that deal. He took slash look up my hand and kissed my fingertips. Then... He leaned in close. Very soon, you will be begging me to make love to you. And when that day comes, just know that you will not have to beg for very long. He paused. And I don't blame him because I would also like to pause. Ew. (laughs) Was he joking? No, he's Joey. (laughs) Let's get out of here. I'm with you. Yeah. He gathered up her garbage and walked toward the front of the shop. When he realized that I wasn't with him, he turned around and returned to the table. Shut your mouth, Mick. Oh, <laughs> I actually thought it was, shut up with your mouth, Mick. <laughs> Maybe that was just wishful thinking. Okay, there, there it is. That's the other... Wait, is she, does she call him? Shut your mouth, Mick. You're catching flies, he smirked. Oh, yeah. So that's the nickname he calls her sometimes, Mick. Sometimes Kelly. McKelly. McKelly Phillips. I'm so confused. I'm Sasha. I clamped my mouth shut and smiled in spite of myself. Don't say stuff like that out loud in public, bear. Oh, that's right. She calls him bear sometimes. I breezed past him. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Too much you har- accidentally hit the harpsichord setting. Well, we'll have to go with it. Okay. I breezed past him and out the door. We got dressed at the flat, and this time we met up with the guys, because they were all supposed to go through the press gauntlet together. All the guys had different dates from the last time we were all together, so they all went and sat down, but Joey wanted to keep a hand on me, so every time they got stopped, the guys would line up, and I would slide off to the side, grasping his hand. After each interview, he would smile, kiss my forehead, and move on to the next one. We finally got to the entrance and made it down to our seat. They won a total of five awards, and every time they got up, he leaned over and kissed my forehead gently with a bright smile. At least once a recording, I slip into this (laughs) pseudo-southern... Yeah, it's very... It seems to come weirdly natural. I'm concerned. And I think it happens after you've had a couple drinks. Yeah. Later. (laughs) On in. The show, how they performed with Michael Jackson, and the place went nuts. Wait, are they at the MTV Awards? They sure is. Weren't they just at the MTV Awards? Why not go again? And they swept both times? Or what was the other award ceremony? Or maybe it was like the People's Choice Awards. Ew. That's gross. Let's go back to the You know what's gross? Him saying, you'll be begging to make love to me? You won't have to beg very long. You shut your mouth, bear. All right, anyway. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Spritzer. <laughs> oh, yes. Let, um, I am now a word from our sponsor. Mad Housewife. <laughs> 750 milliliters contains sulfites. Government warning. One. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy. Two, consumption of beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or act like a normal human being while reading preposterous fan fiction. And now, back to our regularly scheduled NSYNC fan fiction radio hour. After the show, we ended up at an after party at a club called... Spiders. With a Y. Spelled S-P-Y-D-E-R-S. And everyone, including me, got soused. Can I have a noise for soused, please? (laughs) (laughs) I meant on the keyboard. (laughs) Thank you. Joey and I were pretty involved on the dance floor (laughs) when he leaned close to my ear. Beg me. I will not, I smiled. You will beg me. You're drunk! (laughs) I laughed. Pleasantly so, and so are you. Not enough to beg. No way! You will! (laughs) He kissed my neck and pulled me off the dance floor into the corner booth where the next table overheld the guys. From Blink-182, we had a few more beers and talked to the guys from the band after they left. Joey and I were left to talk to each other. And we ended up in that stupid, drunk conversation that doesn't make any sense. We ended the night with that me-serious <laughs> conversation that we had ever had. <laughs> Most serious. <laughs> I read it as meat. Well, because it kind of looks like it says meat. The, a meat-serious conversation. 
Um, Again, what are these voices? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been able to understand why these voices are coming Hilariously out. Hilariously, is I always use the same voice, but it's like you make up for my lack of interesting voices by doing like any. They're all in my head. <laughs> my mentor Emily once told me in public, "You hear voices," and I was very scared that she said this so loudly in a Starbucks. <laughs> I knew she meant harmonies, yeah. but no one else did. <laughs> It got quiet. I'm sure it did. I'm let's sure continue. it did. Speaking of quiet, let's I mean continue. that was a meat serious conversation. It was so serious. Although yeah. I recall eating like one of those questionable like spinach squares. You know when you go to Starbucks and like here's a healthy option, which is clearly not healthy. Oh, at all. questionable spinach copita. Yeah. Yes. Spinach copita. I don't. What the hell is happening to me? <laughs> I have had a long day at work. I will tell you, I am a mad housewife. You are a mad housewife. I'll join you. I'm. You know what? I think I'm falling, but I gotta catch up. Um, yeah, catch up to my alcoholism, would you? We've almost finished this bottle of. I got alcohol. some leftover limoncello. Gonna... Oh, right, from the last episode. Yeah, the orangecello and the lemoncello. I think are they both here? Uh, the orangecello, no. The limoncello, yes. That's okay. in my freezer. So maybe the next episode we'll have some lemoncello. Maybe a limoncello will be fine, but maybe never revisit the orangecello because that was horrific. That was kind of horrific, but I did enjoy. The one thing that came out of it, which was... My YouTube spiral? No, your Italian um, accent that came out, that while you were talking, I then got up and said, go back to your quarters. Like, that's the only thing I remember about that episode, is me standing up and going, go back to your quarters. May I see the, ho- the housewife bottle for yes, a Yes, 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 you may. What would you like to tell us about the mad housewife bottle? Contains sulfites. That's not good. That wasn't a good accent. Somewhere near... There's... This is just Bjork. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of an Icelandic. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's just continue. This never happened. Intermission over. All right. Too many. All right. Would you stay if I asked you? He asked as he kissed my fingertips. I'm here now. I looked at him. But for how long? This is the beer talking. You know I can't answer that. Will you pick up and leave if he calls? He is not calling, I sighed. What's the deal with you not answering questions? I did answer you. I'm not going anywhere, and he is not calling. Can we not talk about this? Obviously, you will be the first to know. I ran a finger down his cheek. Continue to be patient and tell me to leave. The choice is yours. I will never tell you to leave. He kissed my forehead and slid out of the booth. Let's get out of here. I'm exhausted. Are you ready to go? Of course, if you are. He pulled me out of the booth and his hands. He put his hands on my hips and guided me to the front of the bar where where we ran into Justin and Brittany. They were arguing. I have no idea what that's supposed to be. Oh, it says, oh, Jay, we're leaving. Oh, Jay, we're leaving. Joey tapped Justin on the shoulder. Hey, Bear. Wait, I'll come with you. I'm finished here. He turned to Brittany. You don't fucking own me. No one does. He left her. 
Strand standing. Wait, what's that say in the upper left hand corner? Bensonhurst. Okay, he left her standing there in Bensonhurst. Apparently, <laughs> I have no idea what that. I I can't. Okay, they're like in the upper left corner. It just says. Benson. I think we've talked more about the story and our reading technique <laughs> rather than actually reading the story. Joey followed him out and I turned around to follow and slammed headlong into Jeremy Piven. What? I practically knocked the wind out of me. <laughs> Shit, I grunted. I'm so sorry, I didn't see you. I wasn't looking either. Can I buy you a drink? He asked, smiling as compensation. All of the sudden, Joey grabbed my hand and pulled me behind him. Can I help you? He asked Jeremy Piven. <laughs> <laughs> People, like, make the most random cameo appearances in this. Rebecca Gayhart. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. She... I mean, like, who else, who else is going to make an appearance? Like, like, like... Weasel Zappa. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Loeb. Uh, I could almost see that happening. I could see that happening. Yeah. Anyway. um, uh, Oh, I forgot where we were. Oh. uh, uh, We're leaving leaving and she's with me. He pulled me out of the club. Excuse me. The club. Realistically speaking, I should have been really pissed and railed on him for basically beating me over the head with a club. But instead, I felt claimed and that was extremely settling. I'm sorry, I lost you. I turned around and you weren't behind me. He was pulling me toward the limo where Justin was waiting. I'm here now, I gripped his hand and ducked into the limo. I'm here now, he parry gripped. I love how all fan fiction involves limos. It has to. You know, when I was a kid, sidebar. (laughs) Um... When I was a kid, I remember in elementary school that there was a, um, there was like a prize for the mo- if you, if you were like a shill for those terrible door-to-door sales things. <laughs> oh, you is... told me the story before. Yeah, go Did I it. say this on, on camera? I don't think you did. The uh, audience needs to hear this story. That, the, 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 pri- well, and by the way, while you're telling me the story, I'll pull, pour you more of the madhouse. Yeah, because that's what I need, because this is really hitting me more than all the other beverages have thus far. This is a mad housewife, I will tell you. Woo. Congratulations, we finished the bottle of mad Congratulations! Grazie! Ah, Alright, anyway. Um, so, it, they have, you know, like in elementary school, they have those, um, those like, uh, fundraiser things, and you have to go door to door, which makes no sense as a child, because that's, like, child endangerment. But it was the 90s for me, so it's fine. And um, there, the big prize was, if you sold the most, you got to go into a limo, and eat McDonald's, and you went, you circled the block. <laughs> that was the big prize. And for some reason, we were all into this. And I believe... It wasn't driven by, like, a creepy driver. I would hope so. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. <laughs> as Rebecca Gayhart <laughs> and Lisa Loeb fed you french fries. Um, and where, where Justin was waiting... <laughs> No, no, it was just very disconcerting because I, I, I think, I think the winner, I think, was it Casey Ann or it might have been Stacy Sterlogson? That's a name. We'll have to go back and check the records. We, we are going to have to check the records. Thank you for letting me sidebar. <laughs> All right. Where the hell were we? So Justin was just like telling Brittany off, and then Jeremy Piven. Do you think? Do you think Justin and Brittany are gonna break up? <laughs> 
Alright, um... Oh my god, why are there still so many pages of this story? I know! <laughs> okay, so if... Okay, so the entire um, thing of it is probably, like, maybe, like, three or four inches thick. And we're, like, m- probably one inch in. So, by th- in the next decade, we might get halfway through. Maybe, if we're lucky. Thank you for being so loyal, listener. <laughs> listener singular. <laughs> Um, where were we? Where, um, all right. Um, oh, what happened back there? I slid up next to Justin. He was shaking with anger. Oh, nothing major. She's just a bitch. Joey caught my... That seems so weirdly foreshadowing. It's Brittany bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Joey caught my eye and shook his head. All talking just stopped, and we rode back to the flat in silence. With a flat? What are they, in England all of they a They keep sudden? saying flat over and over, yeah. Do you think this is written by a British person? That would be even weirder that this was found in a thrift store. Yeah. Or I suppose, if we were in England, a charity shop. Mm. At Oxfam? I'm side-eyeing you. It was well past three when we got up to the flat and I couldn't stop yawning. We changed out after our clothes and sat in the living room. Why don't you ever want to stay somewhere for long, I asked. The only reason, Justin, what are you giggling about over there? Because <laughs> for some reason I channeled the Monster Mash. <laughs> it was well past three. Except it's like Monster Mash was done by like the B-52s. <laughs> totally. Yeah, you have a little bit of a French Schneider thing going on there. Nice. Definitely. Um, the only reason Justin was leaving was that he was fighting the other guys were all still there. We're, oh, that was a run-on sentence. Okay, anyway, we're always the first to leave. You never used to be the first one out of the party. God, this is so badly written. I didn't have you here in the past! I would rather be with you by ourselves, he sat down across from me. That doesn't hurt you socially. Shouldn't you guys be seen together? Where is this coming from? Don't you want me to spend time with you? Not to the detriment of your career. Nothing about my career is in danger. And you have to know that I would give up the whole thing. Is he suddenly For you. Oh my god! Upper left corner, in per, in quotes, it says... Ghostly encounters. <laughs> Plural. I missed the plural, I'm sorry. It's okay. Can we do that again? Ghostly Encounters. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I was shocked that no music was accompanied. Thank you. God, I am dropping the ball. This this housewife, woo. <laughs> Let me tell you. Maybe we need to stick with the, like, like fruit-based liqueur as opposed to wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. um, Discuss. Anyway, uh, I was taken aback. I would never ask you to do that. To do that, I scolded. Ever! I know you wouldn't. I just would. Being with you was better than anything I was doing before. He leaned in and brushed my lips with his. Don't worry about me. I will never be where I don't want to be. I sighed. The grammar in this is hurting. <laughs> I sighed. What's on board for the rest of the week? Subject change? Michael Jackson at Madison Square Garden tonight. Can I do another sidebar? I please. Wish I, I wish you would. 
Oh, this time we got... <laughs> it's always an adventure over here on the organ. Um, so, in Spanish class, it was... <laughs> Is this why you always call Michael Jackson Michael Jackson? No. Oh. I just do that because I'm... I have... I'm troubled. <laughs> I, I, um, there was a Spanish class where, um, we were reading along with, with the textbook and, and with like an audio recording that went along with it. And it was Antonio Banderas, <laughs> Melanie Griffith, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> I took AP Spanish for the record. As you can see, it is quite quite retained with me (laughs) (laughs) that is reminds me of the time i got kicked out of my french class because we were listening to one of those tapes where they were like and then i started laughing because i was young and dumb and not experienced in the ways of the world and so it sounded foreign and hilarious and then i started laughing and then my teacher kicked me out of class because I couldn't stop laughing. And then um, after class, she was like, I know, I know, I know. Like, apparently, this happens every... There's always, like, someone who loses their shit whenever that happens. Like, every class, like, this happens. And... But you didn't get to go on the class trip to Madison Square Garden. With Antonio Banderas or Melanie Griffith? Unfortunately, no. I'm so sorry. But I was at that MSG concert to see Michael Jackson. Not really, no. On the monosodium glutamate concert? <laughs> yes. It was wonderful. I had a headache and everything. Michael Jackson at Madison Square Garden. Tonight, we, endorsing, are doing, we are doing two songs there. Lance and I are shooting a video for the movie during the day, so you have a couple of choices. You are more than welcome to both. In fact, I would prefer it if, but you can do whatever you want to. I feel like I'm on vacation. I closed my eyes for a moment. But I'm going to have to get back to reality sometime, huh? I open them. Stick with me, sister. Nothing in my life is reality. I snap my fingers, and I get whatever I want. Nothing is out of reach. Huh, maybe that's why I like to spend time with you. You crowned me. How exciting! Bop Magazine calls up. Wait, what? Do you remember Bop Magazine? I do. Does that like when was this written? Like, like I thought Bop Magazine died in like the eighties. No, it was certainly around until maybe the early two thousands. Wow, you can see how much time I spend at a magazine stand, which is hilarious considering that I work in a bookstore that sells a ton of magazines. Yeah, but half of them are just like pictures of Lisa Bonet from nineteen ninety two. Also, we don't sell Bop magazine. All right. You should. I know, right? Why do I keep leaning on... <laughs> Liz, Liz, you know that feeling of, like, warmth you get from drinking too yeah. much? Yep. That there it is. All right. I'm having the warmth from drinking too much, and it's making my face all hot. How are we doing on time? Let's look, Let's convert this to time. I'm scared. 43 minutes. We're done. All right. We're done for today. Yeah, although you realize I'll be cutting out a lot of the babble. You're true. Let's do let's one do, more. Okay, let's do the end of this page. Okay. All right. How exciting. Bot Magazine called up and says, Hey, Fatone, why are you with that one? 
And you say, oh, her, yeah, she grounds me. Hey, Fatone! <laughs> you know, you know how we are. The old school family. Above all else, right? Right. By the way, how you do you know about Bop? I pay attention. You've no idea how much I know. I smiled, yawning. I've got to get to bed. I'm going to pass out. I started to get up, but he pulled me up. Excuse me. <laughs> I started to get up, but he pulled me onto his lap. Thank you for being there tonight. You were fantastic. You guys are so good together. You are the best dancer out of all those guys, though not that I'm prejudiced at all or whatever. I smiled. Wanna kiss me? He whispered coyly. Wanna kiss me? I whispered back. Ever since you came back. Me too. He leaned in and gently brushed my lips with his. I sighed and closed my eyes, feeling the kiss get more... Um, what's it say? Rot? No. Urgent! More urgent. I'm feeling the kiss get more urgent. And he leaned back to a lying position. I suddenly stopped. As we did, too. And scene. Oh, my God, we did it. <laughs> oh, my God, this was a, a doozy. I'm so sorry. Oh, my Every God. time we do this, I go, you got to pull together, Sasha. No more accents. <laughs> no more sidebars. But this the, this house, whoa. All right, so what happened during this episode? There we was got, five awards won at MTV. I got drunk. She left David and went back to Joey. That's true. They're flirting and kissing. They're not flirting. They're like harassing each other sexually. Yeah. Um, they ran into Jeremy Piven. As one does. And Justin was telling off Brittany. She accompanied him to a variety of awards. his so. meet and greets and awards and what have yous. Okay, so in past episodes, we've talked about where what happens in this episode and where it falls as if this were season one of or maybe the entirety of all of the seasons of the next generation i feel like we somehow just jumped to season two somehow like you know like with pulaski like i feel like this is like something like pulaski the one that isn't bev crusher the old lady who's basically bones mccoy oh there's more than one doctor well, because Bev leaves after season one, and like, and she comes oh, back. Oh, and in she season came three. back. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Phil and Doctor. Yeah, Phil and Doctor. But you know, so like half those episodes were actually just written, like repurposed old Star Trek scripts, um, from Star Trek Two Phase Two or whatever it was supposed to be called that were half converted into Star Trek the Motion Picture. Oh. And uh, why do I know this? I am so serious and nerdy right now. <laughs> uh, but they. So, like, there were episodes like The Child, where Deanna Troy was molested by a star and had a child, and she was okay with this for some reason, which makes no sense. Yeah. That's how I felt this was. I felt like this is, like, something... This There were things that progressed the plot here, but I felt like, perhaps, there was an air of, is there a writer's strike happening? Especially with how many questionable moments I kept seeing in terms of the actual script itself. It was very distressing, Elizabeth. It's true. I felt like there were some questionable I had some I had some moments where I was not able to suspend my disbelief like the whole bit about like she get 
kicked out of her house and immediately gets on a plane to go back to New York. Bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Yeah. I, um, not not true. Also, that they're totally drunk and they end up at a bar where they just happen to be kicking back with Blink-182. Uh, that was glossed over. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm doing that right now, so... <laughs> Because I'm secretly in Blink-182. I'm so sorry for your <laughs> membership. It's horrible. Um, it's all the small things, really. Alright, this makes me want to rub my eyes, which I'm doing in spite of the fact that I am wearing a lot of eye makeup. Something about drinking wine. Alright, um... I definitely am curious to see where this is going to lead, but I think we have a pretty basic idea. Yeah, I feel like this is where whomever this author is got horny. Yeah, well, I think that's the essence of fan fiction. Oh, true. Yeah. But I mean, like, this seems to... It's sexual wish fulfillment for a lot of people. This is where I feel like I'm starting to actually see it come to fruition for her. Like, you could... Because she's setting up the... Or him. Whomever wrote this is setting up little breadcrumbs of like, all right, it's going to happen. Like, you won't have to beg for long. Like, what kind of weirdness is that? You know what I think is hilarious is that there's at least 40 pages of exposition before we even start to get to the sexy stuff. Which is kind of smart. I I know. I I actually kind of have to hand it to this person that, like... The sex? (laughs) Like, and the fact also that, if anybody remembers from the very first episode that we started reading this, we came into it with pages missing. Like... Things had already started, so we don't even know, like, how many pages there were before that. That's true. That's true, Liz. I, I think that perhaps there are pages missing, like, you know, it's like the, 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 the Dead Sea Scrolls. Like, we might find these missing pages in the middle of France somewhere. Right. And find out that Jesus, also known as Joey, has a secret child. You know what would be sort of amazing is if they did find the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Dead Sea Scrolls really were in sync fan fiction. I have a confession to make. Liz, we are reading the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> we are. I uh, I don't know why we don't change this to the in sync scrolls. Maybe that'll be next week. Yeah. I like this. We, I can start well, playing fun. some sea shanties. Yeah, or uh, maybe we can play some Jewish folk hymns. Both are completely acceptable. I was practicing the Jewish minor scale. Oh, please. You know, the first few notes of that sound just like... Wait. Wait, isn't that Swan Lake? That sounds very Jewishy. Mazel tov. And on that note, thanks for listening. All right. And l'chaim. I'm so sorry. We'll see you. Slicha. <laughs> My little Madonna for the day. I love that you are not of Hebraic descent and probably know more Hebrew than I do, even though I am, uh, since I have been bat mitzvahed, a Jewish woman. Thanks for listening. Okay, goodbye. Um, P.S. We were just joking when we high-fived each other right now and Sasha said... uh, You said that was insane. I said that was insane and Sasha (laughs) said... Insane fan fiction. It's probably not that funny. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye, bye, bye.